0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Clark Mossman here on the Overcoming Fear podcast. And today in this episode, it's actually gonna be the first episode of a four-part series. It's actually something I'm really excited about because I'm a super practical guy. Um, I love hearing heart. I love asking the why behind things. But if you can't show me the practical, how I can take something and apply it to my life, I don't see the value in it. And so we're gonna talk a little bit about the heart of this series, but also a little bit of practically how to apply the topic we 're going to be talking about and so i 'm really excited excited about it and also with this topic um, it 's been a huge impact in my life. Probably one of the biggest things in helping me overcome fear in my life has been recognizing the power of my thought life and the battle that is taking place in my mind. I love how Joyce Meyer, she talks about, it's a battlefield of your mind. And that's so true. It's such a good picture of what is taking place in our mind. So I'm excited about to, sh- to share the behind the scenes of what goes on in our minds, but also the practical things to take all of our thoughts captive like Paul says to do. Take every single thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So I'm really excited. So be, this will be a four part series. Um, we'll release the first episode today, um, then the next one Friday, Monday, and then Wednesday will be the fourth episode. So tune into all those to get the full picture um, and we'll be going through the heart and the practical behind what goes on in our minds. And so I'm not sure if you guys have heard previous episodes but I've talked a little bit about growing up I grew up in a Christian home, but starting in middle school, I started to believe a lot of lies that the enemy spoke over me, that other people around me spoke over me, and even that I spoke over myself. And this led to an incredible amount of fear and all kinds of insecurity in my life. I walked around so worried about what people thought of me, how people were looking at me, how, how, how I was performing in certain uh, sports or activities or whatever it may be. I was deathly afraid of what people thought about me. I wanted them to approve of me. I wanted them to accept me and it crippled many aspects of my life. And so this happened for six or seven years growing up in middle school and high school, everything. I was gripped with this fear and it wasn't until I was in my twenties, I'm 25 now. Um, that I realized the power that my mind had in the belief system I had, um, how that impacted my life. The insecurity and the fear had controlled me for so long. I remember making all these decisions um, based off of fear, but in my 20s, I remember making the decision. I said, I put my foot down and I said, no longer am I going to be held hostage by this. No longer am I going to let fear paralyzed my dreams my visions and every aspect of my life even my relationships no longer am looking am I going to let fear influence those things and what I realized moving forward that all of those feelings and those thoughts everything all that insecurity all that fear it started in my mind and what I didn't realize was that the mind is the leader it's the leader of thoughts, obviously, but it's also the leader of the actions that we take, and it's the leader even of our emotions. It leads our life, and it shapes who, are beco- who we become. And so negative thoughts in your life go hand in hand with a negative life. Your thought life influences your life. So if you have a negative thought life, your life is going to generally be negative. Even problems, sin issues, all of those things lead back your mind and so in my life I did not know I had the ability the free will to choose my thoughts and in turn the result of that would have been to change my life and so there's a there's a verse I wanted to share with you it's Proverbs 23 7 some of you may know it it says so a man thinks in his heart so is he and I was looking at this verse the other day and I was I was reading over it Um, And I I read it multiple times before, before, but something stuck out. I said, okay, so a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What is thinking in your heart? Because oftentimes we think, okay, we're thinking in our mind, we're thinking in our brain. But what is thinking in your heart? And so I was wrestling with this and um, looking over it. And all of a sudden I felt like um, I really had some revelation on it. I'm like, thinking in your heart is really, truly believing it. And as many of you know, a lot of times we know things in our mind, like, okay, God loves me. He loves me unconditionally. Yes, I know that. But if you're dealing with insecurity and low self-worth, you may be, or even performance mentality, you don't understand. You don't truly believe. You don't have the heart revelation that God loves you unconditionally and he will, his love will never change based off your performance. You may know that in your mind because you've read it somewhere. But you don't truly believe that deep within. I call it your deep-rooted belief system. And so I think that's what the author of this proverb is talking about when he says, so a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It's saying, so a man truly believes deep within him. When he believes that, that is who he becomes. And so that's what we're going to be talking about through this four-part series is your mind leading to a deep-rooted belief system really shapes who you become. And what I want you overall to do is I want you to start thinking about what you're thinking about. You need to start recognizing what's going on in your head and don't allow every thought that comes in just to run free and run wild. You're supposed to take those thoughts captive. And so I want to start off really by saying, think about what you're thinking about. So one of the things I want to go into um, real quick here is that we are a three- part being. we are a spirit who has a soul who lives in a body we're a spirit, soul, body, three- part being and so the spirit, when you give your life to Jesus, if you've committed your life to him, you're a Christian, that means you are born again. your spirit is born again and you're led by the Holy Spirit the body very easy to understand it's what we see it's the physical body and the soul is your mind your will and your emotions and so your spirit with it being born again when you die your spirit is living forever right and your body at you know we're someday we're gonna die and your soul is your mind your will and emotions. so that's the part that is somewhat still being influenced today and so there is a battle going on right there in your soul your mind your will and emotions but your mind is really influencing your will and your emotions so the mind is the that main part of it that the enemy knows Hey, it can still be influenced. They might be a Christian. They might be, when they die, going to heaven, spending eternity with Jesus. But I know I can still make their life miserable if I can capture what's going on in their soul. If I can capture what is going on in their mind. And so there is a battle that is taking place on that, on your soul. And so the how the goal is, what how it's meant to be, how we're created to be, is that our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and our body, our physical body, are meant to exist in submission to our spirit. And our spirit is meant to be in submission to the Holy Spirit. I'll say that again. Our body and our soul are meant to be in submission to our spirit. And our spirit is meant to be in submission to the Holy Spirit. But I want to think about, the enemy understands that there's a free will that still exists in your soul. That you have the ability to choose, am I going to live by the spirit or am I going to live by the flesh or the sin nature? And so I want, to think, I want you to think about your life. I'll even use me for some examples. Think about the battle that is taking place. We all know, hey, let's, we need to spend time in the Word. We need to spend time in the Bible. We need to spend maybe personal time with Jesus um, in, our, in our everyday lives. But think of the battle just for that that takes place. Okay, I committed to getting up in the morning. I com- I'm going to get up a little early before work, and I'm going to spend time in the Word. I'm going to spend time in prayer, whatever um, we do. And there's a battle in the morning. Our alarm goes off. And we have a decision. There's a battle that's already taking place in our mind. My physical body is tired. My flesh is tired. I do not want to get up in the morning. But my spirit, I know that I need to feed my spirit and awaken my spirit and develop that personal relationship. So there's already a battle at that point going on. Do I get up and crucify my flesh and awaken my spirit? Or do I hit that snooze button and feed the flesh and put the spirit to the side. Already, that battle's taking place. Okay, let's say, all right, you decided to give in to the flesh. You slept in. You got up. You went to work, and you're like, "I'll just do it. I'll just spend the, my personal time, my devotions, after work." But there's a long day of work. Your boss was mad at you. It was stressful. All this stuff was taking place, and you come home from work, and I know how it is. You're exhausted. You're tired, and And the last thing you want to do is try to awaken your spirit. You have a decision to make in that moment. Do I turn on the TV? Do I binge watch Netflix and feed the flesh? Or do I say, you know what? I know what true rest is like. It's getting in the word. It's getting in a time of worship. It's getting in prayer and awakening my spirit and having true rest. Again, there's a battle that is taking place. Do I feed the flesh or do I feed the spirit? Enemy knows there's a battle. Last example, You have a friend, maybe they're not saved. Maybe they've been walked away from the Lord, or maybe they never had a relationship with the Lord. You have a decision, there's a battle. Do I give into the flesh and just stay comfortable and never bring up a relationship with God and never bring up the eternal perspective? Or do I say, no, I I need to have the bigger picture. I need to live in the spirit and I actually bring up, hey, what's going on? There's this Jesus and, and you start sharing about Jesus. You have a decision, there is a battle. In every area of our lives, we can see there is a battle taking place. Do I live by the spirit or do I live by the flesh? You can. I can see it in my life and I'm sure you can see it in yours. I know i mentioned this before, but I just love the picture that Joyce Meyer paints when she, her famous book, The Battlefield of the Mind. I highly recommend it, it's very simple um, and it breaks down what's going on in our mind. But I love that because what happens on a battlefield? Battles obviously are won and lost. Wars are won and lost, but really freedom is won or lost. Power is won or lost. And it's the same thing in your mind, your freedom from fear, from anxiety, from the things that cripple you is one. That freedom is won or lost first in your mind. And the enemy knows it. The enemy knows it. So he's going to come after you. He's, gonna, he's going to try to cripple you first in your mind because he knows it influences everything else. There's a famous um, neurosurgeon, Dr. Caroline Leaf, that says, I think it's either up to 95 or 98%. I don't remember exactly, but it's a very large number. Up to 95% of even physical sickness starts with your thoughts, starts in your mind. And so you can see in every area of your life, in the internal dialogue that's going on constantly inside of you, the enemy knows that if he gets your mind, he has that. And even your physical body, he knows if he can grab a hold of your mind, it will affect every area of your life. And so overall, just to summarize this, this first episode is there is a battle, a huge battle taking place in your mind, and we need to understand that we need to take control of this thing. And so, in future um, episodes, we're going to talk about the, a little bit more about how the de- how the enemy works in our mind how we have control of free will to choose our thoughts and some practical things with that as well. And so thank you for tuning in for this first episode. Check back in in a couple days, we'll be releasing episodes uh, two, three, and four of this four part series. So thanks for listening.